there everyone, uh, this is Pastor Nick here and uh, we are talking about discipleship for autumn 2019 in our new discipleship podcast and I'm here with Pastor Mark. Wow, it's great. Our first discipleship podcast, Pastor Nick. Are I you know, excited? I'm quite excited. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going It's going great. We're recording new things uh, for you guys in BCC to uh, listen to uh, on your way to work or in the car, uh, just to enjoy. Uh, so this season, we are launching a new series called Gifted to Serve. Tell us a little bit about the heart behind that, Pastor Mark, if you wouldn't mind. You know what? In lots of churches, We almost take for granted spiritual gifts as if we've got them there in the background. But in the New Testament, actually, it was almost don't leave home without it moment. It was, in fact, it was that. It's a we need to know our gifts, operate in our gifts, because the gifts of the Spirit were so key to progress the kingdom of God and also our own Christian discipleship wasn't just about getting the work done it was actually us becoming like Christ so our heart is is that it becomes not just a discovery so we can do more work it becomes a discovery so that we can become better disciples and more Christ-like that sounds extremely exciting and I know that in my own history as a disciple of Jesus uh, there's been times where I've been very excited to, to discover that I've had different spiritual gifts. Uh, I remember, for instance, the very first time that I started to pray in tongues and I, it was an amazing experience and I, I felt like I was kind of, uh, you know, with this, I had this, this new toy that I could, I could use in my prayer life and I would wander around the fields and I'd try praying in tongues and so on and so on. So it's a very exciting thing. What are people going to go through as they go through this course over the next six weeks, uh, starting on the 18th of September, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, we're going to answer the question, why are spiritual gifts important? And the first reason is, is that Paul said, by the grace given me, in Romans 12 verse 6, he said, by the grace given me, we should know our gifts. And one of the things that's important is that we have to understand that spiritual gifts are something that are from God's grace and we are to explore in God's grace. It's something from God for us to explore. So it's really important we get to our spiritual gifts because it gives us a deeper understanding of what God is inputting and downloading into our lives. So it becomes a personal journey with God. And then the work of God is actually a spiritual battle and a spiritual thing and can only be achieved through gifts. This is one of the things we underestimate. We think that talent and atmosphere and friendliness, which are all really important, uh, get things done. But actually, unless we really operate in our gifts, real progress in the spiritual realm and in the work of God doesn't actually happen. So spiritual gifts become completely vital and we also we want to address needs in people's lives but as well as addressing needs and the bible says don't get weary in the work of god and when we address quite a number of needs we can get bogged down but what spiritual gifts do is they give us the energy 
to carry on in the work of God. In fact, Paul said in Colossians chapter 1 verse 29, he says, I'm struggling with the energy that God is giving me. So much so he was operating in his gift that the giftedness was causing power and energy to flow through him. And, and that's why spiritual gifts are so important so that we don't run out of gas in our life. And so in this course, we're going to really understand the deep function that spiritual gifts have for us personally to achieve the work of God. If there was a person uh, listening to our podcast and kind of thinking to themselves about spiritual gifts uh, who had, maybe they just wanted to get a handle on what that might look like in a practical way in a church setting, give us an example of where like a spiritual gift can can be seen at work and the uh, and the advantage it gives to the believer and the church what, what's that all about how does that work well there's a spiritual gift of a mercy giver and there are always people in the church who almost have a radar to gravitate to people who need compassion mercy and sometimes when everybody else is busy they can almost hone in on that person that needs the word of compassion, encouragement. And so a mercy giver gift is just vital, especially in a busy community where sometimes, if we're honest, we can overlook some, but the gifted ones see that needy person. That's fantastic. So that'd be very, very encouraging for a person on the receiving end of that, wouldn't they? They could come into church and that that person with that gift could approach them and speak God's compassion and mercy over them, and they'd be really blessed by that and really strengthened. Absolutely. That's fantastic. You know, the big question, though, is, well, how do I discover my spiritual gifts? Um, is it just through trial and error? Is it just uh, through analysis? And and many churches kind of waver between the two things. They they say, oh, have a go at this, and and that's fine, because gifts are there to be discovered through experience or they go into these very deep uh, questionnaires and things and I actually think we need a hybrid actually spiritual gifts there are three key ways in which we can discover them the first way is that they are caught you find yourself just doing things and you begin to say you know what every time that situation arises I automatically uh, go into gear. I, for instance, a mercy giver or somebody who's got the gift of serving, they just can't leave until everything is sorted. They have just a gift to serve others. They're caught. They are caught and you find yourself just operating that way. And it's good for all of us to reflect on what we naturally do. But the second way, as well as being caught, gifts are actually taught. The prophet Hosea said, my people can perish or be destroyed through a lack of knowledge. It says in chapter 4, verse 6. And sometimes biblical knowledge in you and the wisdom that it brings begins to awaken what you might have known all along. I have met many people who, when you teach something, they say, you have just given me language to what I've been feeling. I didn't know how to express it. And it almost awakens the gift that has been sitting there in their lives. They just needed the truth to unlock the door so they can use it. So as well as being caught, gifts are actually taught or awakened. 
Are there any other ways in which gifts might become apparent to a person, uh, you know, other than the two ways that you've identified so far? Yeah, a really key, key way is that they are uncovered. They're uncovered and or discovered through analysis. And so we do want to do a bit of uh, questionnaire, uh, a bit of uh, reflective thinking that they're uncovered through some hard work and some reflection. Now, they're also uncovered by where your passions are. And that's where the reflection comes in. Like what uh, they often say, don't they? What makes you sad? What makes you glad? What makes you mad? Uh, yeah. what, what arouses things within you? Or what do you see as an issue? So gifts can be uncovered through some reflective thinking, some analysis, but also really checking our heart uh, when we're aroused by something. Well, what, why is that? And usually our gifts come to the surface. That's incredible. I, I remember when I first became a Christian uh, that um, uh, an elder of this church had a prophetic word for me. Uh, and um, we were talking earlier about how perhaps being on the receiving end of someone's ministry with, with their yeah. giftings is yeah. so powerful. And what was interesting from, from my journey as a Christian was that I've, I've grown into having a slightly prophetic edge myself. And do you think there's any truth that perhaps gifts can, you know, people can pray for for gifts to be received from other people who have the same gifts? Does it work like that? What happens? Not only do I think it's true, I think it's biblical. Paul said to the Romans, I long to see you so that I can impart some spiritual gifts. You see, we've made spiritual gifts all about my preferences or my choices. But actually, spiritual gifts are how the kingdom of God is advanced. And so if God needs you to have a gift, because you're the person in the place where the kingdom of God needs to advance, guess what? God's going to, through someone or through some experience, he's going to impart to you a spiritual gift. He's going to inject that into your fabric. So uh, even though we have latent and long-lasting spiritual themes and gifts in our lives, get ready. If we want to advance the kingdom of God, God may bestow you a gift that you've never had before. So, so there's a very real sense in which that if you came on this course and you, you showed an interest in spiritual gifts that perhaps you'd... Maybe, maybe you, you've got two or three spiritual gifts already, but that you, ha you showed an interest in some other ones. It might well be possible that God could download those new gifts to you during this course and Absolutely. you'd find yourself operating in them. Absolutely. Um, although lots of things are fixed about us, if the kingdom of God needs to advance and you're the person in position, God not only calls, he qualifies, but he equips. He equips with gifts. And so uh, it's true of our latest church plant over in the east. There'll be some people who say, well, I could never do that. But because you feel a stirring to do that, God is going to equip you to do that. It's, it's incredible. And that's why this course could be so exciting for so many, because they'll break new ground, not only in their personal lives, but in the kingdom of God. I'm, I'm really excited for the possibilities that the course will bring. I think I'm really looking forward to what it'll achieve. Is, is there anything that we can be saying to uh, people who are going to come on the course? Can you do any preparation? Is that how it works? What, what would you what would yeah. you say to somebody? Yeah, now, great. That, the course works this way. We're going to increase our knowledge base because gifts are discovered through teaching. So we're going to do some great, strong biblical teaching. We're actually going to... Uh, begin to do some gift survey and uncover some things and do some reflective thinking, some praying and some analysis. And then we're going to do some application. Say, well, if you've got this, 
you could you be used in this ministry so there's going to be a mixture of knowledge and application and some discovery but i guess we could wrap this up by preparing ourselves by asking two really important key questions and the first would be what would you say or in what situation would you sense that you would hear and feel the grace of God on your life the most in what situations do you feel God is freely moving in your life that's probably where your gifts are you know there are some people who feel closer to God when they're singing that might be because they're gift there are some people who just sense the presence of God when they are encouraging others there are some people who they almost need to teach to so, connect with God so in a sense um, the operation of the gifts isn't just about the building of the church and for other people there's a very real sense in which you are stepping closer to God for oh, yourself absolutely. and his person as your gifts are operating is that what you're saying absolutely uh, we've put gifts completely in this practical realm of this is how we get the ministry done. So but in other words, gifts are a kind of intimacy with God, aren't absolutely. they? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we need to see them completely in terms of this is how I become like Christ, get close to Christ, connect with Christ. Uh, Christ was a gifted uh, person. If we want to be like him, we are going to have to be gifted people ourselves. Do you think Jesus had spiritual gifts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he seems to have he seems to have had a very wide range of capability. Yeah. I we, mean, he, he knew discerning of spirits. Yeah. He had words of knowledge. Uh, you know, the woman at the well. You know, incredible know, gift I, of healing. He had the, yeah. yeah, that's an obvious one, isn't it? The gifts of power. Uh, yeah, I mean, amazing. You know, gift of teaching. So Jesus was a gifted person. If you want to be like Jesus, we have to discover these gifts, and so. A really important question is, where do you sense the most grace, the most freedom, and your connection with God? It's that that'll be where your gifts are. A second key question, though, as well, is what affects you deeply? Uh, I said earlier, what, what, what kind of stirs your passions? What arouses your issues and interests? What makes you mad? What makes you sad? What makes you glad? What what evokes reaction in you that's often a sign that your gifts are stirring in that area fantastic i'm super excited about this course i'm really really looking forward to the material um so we're starting that course gifted to serve wednesday the 18th of september 2019 uh, everybody at bcc is very welcome to attend aren't they mark i mean it's fantastic it's yeah. our central life group and also our life groups around the city will be picking up that material a week or so afterwards and you will be able to run through that material in your life groups around the city uh that that's just great isn't it we're really excited about it we are excited and the kingdom of god is won by people digging in rolling up their sleeves and meeting needs because we don't want to just be selfish people and only operate in our gifts but the kingdom of god is completely one through gifted people <laughs>